Welcome to The Blender, the podcast that blends everything education. My name is John Woodward. I'm with the Digital Learning Department at Temple ISD, and we will be interviewing administrators, teachers, paraprofessionals, anybody that has a hand in delivering excellent education that will benefit the students of our district. Welcome to The Blender. All right, so I'm here with Dr. Beth Genowitz, who is our guest today on the Blender podcast. So <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so it's not about it appliances. Me, you no, know, it makes me feel like I'm in the kitchen, though. Well, <laughs> we're in the kitchen of cooking up some good education and instruction, right? That's right. So the first question, I think you're pretty well known in Temple. I was talking I, to. I've I was, been here a while. I was talking to uh, Miss Rogers and um, told her I feel like she's you know everybody seems to know who she is, but you have a history with Temple in the sense of uh, having been in different roles. Can I you, have. Can yes. you? Is there? A, can you kind of give a synopsis of what that is and, and maybe where you went to school because we talked absolutely so really I started in Temple Schools at Thornton Elementary and went up through Bonham and am a proud Temple High School graduate um, I was able to go to AM for my undergraduate but then came back when it was time to teach. So my teaching experience is in Colleen ISD and then also Temple. And then as an administrator, I was also at Colleen, but I spent 16 years, wonderful years, at Jefferson Elementary as the principal. Now in your new role, which is? Executive Director of Elementary Education. Okay, I knew it was a a big, Big fancy title. Um, you know, the, right now at the Blender, this podcast is going to talk a lot about, you know, blended learning, but I think it's going to evolve into some other things as well. But uh, what is the biggest, when it comes to blended learning, what is the biggest change you see when you, when comparing elementary education in this district? before blended learning and then where it is now, even though we're two and a half cohorts in. Right. Probably I think the biggest difference is that student ownership piece. Um, I think kids have always been um, eager to impress or work hard, uh, do their best for their teachers, but I think that they have not always known their own strengths and their own differences. And so uh, with the blended model, I think as teachers, we've transferred some of that ownership over to our kids so that they truly can tell you uh, whether it's on a graph or uh, their goals sheet or their tracker sheet um, they can tell you what their strengths are and the areas that they're not there yet 
And so um, student ownership definitely has been the biggest change. I think in elementary, we've done a great job having centers. And so as far as like the station rotation and some of the hands-on approaches and the different things going on all at one time, that was probably easier for elementary to adjust into the blended models than maybe even the secondary. I think uh, the area that's probably been the hardest is uh, letting go a little bit of the control that teacher control and everybody doing the same thing at one time and uh, letting kids have some choice in their learning of when they do an activity, which order they do an activity, and then giving uh, those different activities based on what the student's need is. All right, so I'm just gonna, what's your definition of a pioneer? A pioneer is someone who's willing to take those risks and go places that um, the path is not well worn. Okay, so you and I were, you were telling me a story. Do you mind telling that story yes, again? Yes, yes. Um, the other day I was at Meredith Dunbar, and if you ever need just something to lift your spirits, go see pre-K. And um, they were doing blended without even knowing that they were doing blended, really, with the station rotation. And the teacher was able to do the required circle assessment right there um, using technology. And again, the kids didn't even miss a, miss a beat. They went straight from doing Legos to switching to technology and then back to doing Legos. And um, they were happy as can be. Um, and then yesterday, day last night I had a chance to go to Garcia Elementary and they had their blended learning uh, with their parents and what a fantastic turnout they had you know last year we had it here at the district level because we wanted our parents to know about blended learning and see the amazing things kids are doing Uh, so uh, Garcia was able to pack the cafeteria with just their parents and the kids were so ready and so eager to show their parents their new way of learning and uh, their goals and all of the progress that they're making and how you know now that when they go to school it's quite different than when the parents went to school but it's very exciting well that kind of brings up the whole ownership I mean that's those ownership right there Mm -hmm. and um, Mm -hmm. you know I think both the schools you mentioned in addition to many others um, are doing a, a really good job of uh, pushing and, and really encouraging the risk taking and all the things uh, that go into successful blended learning and you're right I've, I've been uh, even though it's not my campus I've been to Meredith a couple of times and I'm blown it. away both times and and uh, Nikki Murphy is doing a tremendous job there because they, as a campus they're they're all on board and all they in are. with it and and so I, I've always more than once told other teachers you know if you're ever not sure it can can be done just see kind of what these little mm-hmm. ones are doing because that's what's coming to you right and what a 
what a, I mean, it's pretty optimistic. When it you is go very optimistic. That. And the kids, I mean, they're not afraid of technology. They're, you just give them something and put it in their hands and they will explore and until they can figure it out. And I think that the kids want to continue to learn in that way. So I'm excited that Temple ISD has a plan for how we're implementing blended learning and that it's not just a one-shot thing that we really are looking at several years for rolling it out so that kids the way that they learn best will continue and it doesn't just stop well that you talk about the the plan uh you know one one question i had was what do you think the what is the cohort approach that, that Temple is using? What do you think it has brought to the district and, and the, the unrolling or the, the rollout of, of blended right. learning as opposed to some of the options, the other options, you know, just going right. full bore right away, dumping it on. What do you think that cohort has added? The cohort has added uh, stability and sustainability. And it's also been respectful of your teachers. Uh, some teachers are go-getters and ready to implement and technology a second nature to our new teachers but for those of us that have been teaching for a while it is not a second nature and so by having that cohort model and you know structuring and taking volunteers first the people who want to go ahead and be pioneers in the field um, letting them try it out and make mistakes and then sharing what they have learned with the next cohort I think that it's been very respectful of our teachers and it's provided some uh, sustainability now I do think that there's people in campuses that have they've jumped in faster than maybe even our rollout and what a wonderful thing to see because that came from the grassroots that didn't Mm -hmm. come from the top down and so when they see what their neighbor is doing or they hear what another grade level is doing or the kids are talking or they're doing videos. I was in a classroom this morning and at Thornton and one of the teachers said, you know, Screencastify has changed my life. It has really helped me double myself so that I can work with a small group, but then I also can touch kids when they're at stations and working independently. So um, I think that it has been the best model for teachers so that they can kind of go at their own comfort level. I think that it's important that we had a discovery phase Mm. and that uh, you didn't have to go all in all at one time. So uh, you could try maybe the screencastifies or one portion of the blended piece and kind of keep adding to your toolbox as you were ready for it. Yeah, it's not as much... uh, It's a different approach than drinking from a fire hose. Yes. And and I feel, you know, teachers are having to do that enough in some other areas. Um, But, you know, I, I tend to to see more questions I tend to see you know a little more collaboration across grade levels but also primary secondary you know and so 
you know, it's still in the beginning, really, stages, but, but it's kind of promising to see where, uh, where it's headed. Really is. And, you know, what's exciting is that we have districts or other people outside of our district that want to know how we did it because it was successful. And by not rolling it out and mandating that everybody does it, um, I think that other districts that might have rolled it out faster, kind of in hindsight, wished that they had had a more uh, systematic approach that wasn't uh, so overwhelming. Did y'all talk to other districts that had maybe made some of those mistakes that they shared? Yes. Uh, Lisa Adams and Dr. Ott were very instrumental and had a team, actually, that they spent a year uh, looking at different models, looking at different ways. And so it was very thoughtful uh, and very planned. Uh, We've worked very closely with the education elements, which also uh, gives us more of a national perspective as far as how different places have done things as well. So it's not just the state perspective and the local of what other people have done, but looking beyond that. So in, in the education business, uh, the biggest questions question in regards to most decisions is, or maybe I should say should be, mm-hmm. you know, is it good for, does it benefit the students? I mean, it's easy to get caught up and, right. and to lose sight of who really the, the end product has to benefit. Um, and by benefiting a lot of constituents in that process, teachers and administrators, you're going to affect students positively. But... You know, I think specifically, you know, we talk about blended learning a lot and how the, the teachers have to adapt. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. of them are doing it naturally already. They just, mm-hmm. They're just more intentional with it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm asking you specifically about students, um, how what you've seen, not just uh, maybe the research, but what have you seen in, in terms of the benefit to the kids in Temple? We have a unique demographic. You know, we have right. a, a, a very diverse population um, that, that is really a, a great thing for the district. But right. how do you feel it's ultimately it being blended learning affecting them positively? Well, I think that doors are opening that have not ever really been there for them. For example, um, it it was probably a a month ago, uh, we were at a campus and the kids were the ones making the video. Now, when have we ever used technology you know, for more than just a program in the past. We, it's just been simply do study island or do this program or do this application. But now it's a way to show what they know. And not only are they showing their learning, 
a lot of times they become the teachers. And so the benefit is, you know, sometimes kids can just say it in a way that another kid finally gets it. And so I think that that's a huge benefit that we're turning over some of that power that comes with learning and with teaching. Um, Other doors that I think are opening are uh, doors of success because when you have playlists or when you have uh, some differentiation going on, other people don't even know that your list may look a little different because my needs are a little different. And so um, today I was at a campus and, and the teacher was interested in how do I continue to push my high kids and help them accelerate even more because they've already mastered, you know, these things. And so when we think of uh, the benefits, a lot of times our mind immediately goes to our struggling kids, but differentiation is just as beneficial for our high kids uh, so that we are not the ones holding them back, that we are letting them uh, pursue things that they're interested in. In or to go above their grade level in some content areas. It helps being able just to tell stories. Well, and that's, <laughs> that's kind of what it's about. Um, okay, I think, you know, if you had to pick one, and I'll allow two if you can't. If well, you can, what do you think is the biggest challenge? Because, you know, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Any no. type of change like this, sustainable change uh, in any in any setting, but particularly education, but is not easy. Um, and, and any change that's worthwhile is not easy. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the um, a key obstacle or challenge that that maybe you know stick into the the elementary area Mm -hmm. but but you Mm -hmm. could go district Mm -hmm. as well that is important to address in order to you know you can't predict perfect success but to to help really put us in the best position to be successful I think the biggest challenge, I'm going to address this from the teacher perspective and then from the student perspective. From the teacher's perspective, I think time is the biggest challenge. Um, One, because they are learners, um, but most of our teachers, they really uh, want to get it right and they want to know if they're doing it right. And so I think the challenge is when, when you're trying something something new and there's not many people that have already done it ahead of you um, you don't know what right is and so it's allowing yourself uh, to be a novice it's allowing yourself um, that it's okay to make mistakes or have do-overs so I think the kids benefit by seeing their teachers um, take challenges and take risks. So time definitely is an area. And as a district, we've recognized that. So we've provided um, a day off, not a day off, a day of